What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. Hope everyone had a good weekend of baseball. Plenty of action around the league to partake of. Just another good weekend. We have concluded the first month of the season. You know, on the last episode, we talked about the first month All-Stars. If you haven't listened to that, go ahead and take a listen. If the All-Star game were today, who would the All-Star starters be? That's basically what that was. But as the calendar has turned to a new month, let's let's start with some news. Just rather than talking about highlights, like news, big piece of news coming from around the league. I would say the biggest piece of news right now is coming out of Philadelphia is that Bryce Harper's rehab regimen could be coming to a close as soon as Tuesday. He has a follow-up appointment in Los Angeles on Monday. And if all goes well, he could be activated starting for the Dodgers on Tuesday. This means that he's going to shatter, completely shatter the expectations for return time. Initially, when he got the surgery, they were saying perhaps he'd be back by the All-Star break. That's in July. But now, coming back potentially in the beginning of, at the beginning of May, you know, it would be the fastest return from Tommy John's surgery ever. Of course, he's a position player. He's not a pitcher, and he'd be coming back as a DH, so he doesn't need the same kind of recovery that a pitcher would need. But if you look at another comp, Shohei Otani had Tommy John October 2018 and was back in the lineup as a DH May 7, 2019. That's the closest comp for Bryce Harper since he's only going to be acting as a DH for now. He has been working out at first base a little bit, but he's not ready for that yet. He's just going to be hitting. Harper started hitting off a tee in early March, and then he was doing regular batting cage work by the end of March. And then since then, he's been taking BP on the field and even participating in sim games against live pitching. So the the twist here is that Harper is not going to play any minor league rehab games. Apparently, he doesn't want to go down for any rehab games. So this is a bit of a head-scratcher to me because... I mean, if you haven't played in a game situation since last October, why would you not want some minor league rehab games? I mean, I think some of the comments I've heard is that, you know, when you go down there, all, all the cameras are on you. you know, it's a big circus. Everyone wants a piece of you. You can't really focus as much because there's so many eyes on you down there in the minor leagues when you're doing a rehab start. But I, I don't know. I mean, he's a veteran at this point. He knows his swing, but baseball's tough. He'll 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 show us whether or not he really is ready to just go in there with without any play, playing any live game action. He's a hitter first and foremost. That's what Bryce Harper is. So maybe those sim games are enough and all that he needs. But good news for the Phillies: they're 15 and 13, fourth in the NL East. Well, at least they were heading into Sunday. They lost to the Astros on Sunday. So they're 15 and 14 right now. So they've treaded water pretty nicely. Only losing Harper for about a month is. The best news they could have hoped for after he had the surgery in the last, last offseason. So that's good news. So we'll see what happens. He might be in the lineup in Los Angeles on Tuesday. So we'll see. In other injury news, Jose Urquidy of the Astros is going to receive an MRI on a sore right shoulder. He left Sunday night's game due to that. It's just some soreness in that shoulder. It cut his start short after five and a third innings. It was a weird pitch during an at-bat against Castellanos. He said he felt a little bit of pain in the back of his shoulder. So 
you know, he didn't sound overly concerned with the injury, but he's going to receive an MRI on Monday to determine the extent of any damage. The Astros have an off day on Thursday, so it's actually possible Urquidy might not miss a start if his MRI comes back clean because the team could just push back his next outing if he needs a bit of extra time to rest Marta his shoulder. But even in the event of a clean MRI, it's possible that Astros just want to err on the side of caution because it's a shoulder-related issue and they might put him on the 15-day IL just as something of a preventive measure. But uh, you know, it's a quirky schedule for Houston because the Astros don't play on any of the four Thursdays in May. So that means the club is going to need a fifth starter if Urquidy does require an IL stint. And yeah, because McCullers is still at least a few weeks away from returning from his own injury. So that means they could turn to, you know, Brandon Bielek, JP France, Forrest Whitley, or Sean Dubin at AAA. You have some guys at AAA they can call up. Yeah, I mean, Urquidy really hasn't been too sharp over six starts this year. He has a 5.2 ERA. So calling up an arm from AAA honestly wouldn't be that much different than what he's given them. Honestly, I, it sounds kind of kind of rough to say but that's the truth so far this year. So, yeah, I mean, other injury news. Just going to go through some injury news right now. Mike Yastrzemski is going to undergo an MRI for a hamstring strain. So, you know, Giants outfielder Mike Yastrzemski, he was diving out there in Mexico, diving for a fly ball in the eighth inning of the game against the Padres. It was Matt Carpenter's flight to shallow center field. And... Yeah, he made a long run for the ball, fell just short of what would have been a highlight reel catch. But after the play was over, he left the game after a visit from the team trainers. And uh, he said the injury occurred on the second step as he was running towards the ball. So he's going to undergo an MRI on Monday to determine the extent of the strain. But it seems likely he will hit the 10-day IL. And the thing is, like, Yaz broke out with the Giants in 2019 and 2020. But since then, he's been roughly... Elite average hitter, you know, over the next two seasons, 102 weighted runs created plus. He, he kind of has fallen off. He kind of has fallen off. But, um, I mean, definitely still a major league bat. Definitely someone you can still trot out there every day. But yeah, I mean, just also remember when Yaz came up, he was an older rookie. He's already 32 years old. You know, he, he made his major league debut. As a 28-year-old. So he's an older rookie. He's already 32 now. This year, the numbers are looking a lot better, though, than they were the last two years. He's off to a good start this season, 25 games. He does have a 131 OPS+. plus. So the bat has been way better this season. So let's hope he can keep it up. Hope he can keep it up. Speaking of, uh, you know, that game, Padres-Giants, the Padres rallied in that eighth inning on that on that play right there to sweep the Mexico City Series. So they end up winning 6-4. It wasn't quite the slugfest that we saw on Saturday where for some reason the balls were just just flying out of the yard, left, right, and center. But the Padres end up getting a 6-4 victory over the Giants in Mexico City. They won both of those games. So now San Diego has climbed above 500 with two wins over the Giants. That's huge. You know, divisional games like that are huge. That's how you gain ground in the standings and yeah so you know it's it's interesting in this game we also saw nelson cruz hit a triple off the wall 42 year old nelson cruz hit a triple i mean he became the oldest player in franchise history with a triple 
He's the oldest big leaguer to triple since Ichiro did it for the Mariners in 2016. So that's that's always fun to see. Nelly Cruz had a very good weekend, and yeah, he looked really sharp out there. But Padres were technically the home team during these games, but you know, obviously home away from home, things like that. The White Sox streak is over. So their losing streak, they had a 10-game losing streak, and it's finally over thanks to an Andrew Vaughn walk-off three-run homer. And it capped a seven-run ninth inning for Chicago. I mean, it is, it is a really rough time to watch the White Sox right now. I mean, losing 10 games in a row cannot be good. But they did it in dramatic fashion. I mean, you score seven runs in the ninth inning against a good team against the Tampa Bay Rays. I mean, they trailed 9-5 to five going to the bottom of the ninth. Then they scored, yeah, like I said, they scored seven runs to end up winning this game 12-9. to nine. It was a walk-off three-run bomb by Andrew Vaughn. Much needed for the White Sox. A very empty house there at Guaranteed Rate Field in Chicago. So if, if you're in the area, if you want some cheap tickets, I'm sure White Sox tickets are very cheap. Not many people are going out there to watch them play. But it's been a it's been a trying year so far for the White Sox. Some teams have just had a really rough start to the season. I mean, Chicago White Sox, Oakland Athletics. It's it's been it's been rough. I don't think the White Sox are going to be this bad all year because they have too much talent. It's not like Oakland. Without, Oakland just doesn't really have talent. But Chicago, they have some guys on there. You know, Eloy Jimenez, Andrew Vaughn. They got some pitchers. You know, Dylan Cease. I think they'll be a lot better. This skid was probably hopefully. Just a rough patch in their season. They'll they'll be better. But it just goes to show anything can happen in baseball. They beat perhaps the best team in baseball, you know, the Tampa Bay Rays, and they could lose after blowing a massive lead. The Rays could lose after blowing a massive lead like that in the ninth inning. You rarely see it, but welcome to baseball. So as a new week begins, there will be new series, of course, you know, yeah, not a full slate, but like I said, Phillies Dodgers, I would say, is the big one. You know, starting on Monday. You have a straight doubleheader in New York between the Braves and Mets. They have to make up for some games that were postponed over the weekend due to weather. So they're gonna make up for that. Two games on Monday, just like that. And you have uh, Giants Astros, Guardians, Yankees. So that's gonna do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.